Well, your long national nightmare is over. The NHSportsPage.com podcast is back, brought to you this week by Buffalo Wild Wings with locations in, God, they're everywhere, in uh, Newington, Nashville, Manchester. Where else, Dave? Where are they located? Concord, Manchester, Nashua, and Newington, yeah. And uh, we um, we want to do – we had uh, some champions from last year, Pembroke, Epping, celebrate at, at those locations, one nearest to them. And we want to be doing that with football teams this year. We've had Bedford. Uh, man, we had Pittsfield basketball last year over at the Concord Buffalo Wild Wings. So um, we'll put the full game video and have all the kids, the parents, the coaches all come and watch the games at Buffalo Wild Wings. And the worst part of this whole thing, uh, and really the only downside, is that you'll have to listen to usually McIsaac and I or one of the two uh, announcing your game. Over best part. Uh, you, you, you mispronounced best part. <laughs> I might have I might have confused one end of it. I'm, I'm a little uh, little frazzled from uh, from all the. The, the football previews. It was I, I sort of like I started feeling like Ted Kaczynski in the cabin by the end of it. You know, like kind of talking to coaches and, and nobody's going to understand who that is. That's the, that's the Unabomber. I have to say Unabomber for yes. Ted Kaczynski. Really? Nobody knows who that is. <laughs> I'm telling you, Harvard, Harvard grad. Um, that's right. But, yeah. So we did. So we got the three previews up. D four is going to happen and start calling coaches. Day probably get that like early next week. But um, what were your thoughts on uh, on the thorough? As our friend Tom Gothier or Chad called, the very thorough previews from NA Sports Base, which I appreciate it. But, uh, what were your thoughts? Well, yeah, it looks like uh, you know, based on the previews, there's a championship uh, championship preview of Week One in Division Two. So that's that's always kind of the yeah. most fun division, and uh, Division One should be interesting too, and see if uh, you know Londonary can get over the hump and uh, you know be, uh, beat Pinkerton this year. We'll see. Remains to be seen, but. Um, yeah, Division Three, I think, is a little. Uh, it's kind of Cam- Cam- the Campbell Monadnock uh, Invitational. Is that as what we're what we're calling it? We, yeah, I think Lebanon could cross the party. I think Hillsborough, Deering, Hopkins, absolutely. You know, Colby Quiet's back, and uh, you know Jay Wood and Chase Fanoff. They do a great job over there. And um, yeah, there's a couple of teams that you know you, just, you never count Stevens out. Stevens has got really good playmakers. They've just got to get the line play short up. You know what I mean? And honestly, like I wrote this in the previews, and I felt like I made it pretty abundantly clear, but I didn't want to beat it home too much, but it, it's about depth on the lines, you know what I mean? And there's so many coaches who are like, if our line stays healthy, we're going to... I remember Ron Offon at, at Winnicott a couple years ago, before they won it, that year. He said, Dave, when we stay healthy, we're good. He's like, but if I get two of my linemen out for any amount of time, I have sophomores going into the game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so uh, that... Great examples is is that Merrimack, Nashua North, Nashua South. It's literally whoever stays healthiest out of those three teams is going to win it, and because all three are capable. And and that's really that's the thing with football, man. Is like it, it's it's staying healthy. And and I conquered had a good young quarterback um, that they were really excited about. I talked to Eric Brown, and he unfortunately had a an arm injury uh, against uh, Sal Hegan in the Jamboree. He may be done for the whole season. So it just goes to show you. Remember. Jake Post for Timberlane, terrific player, going down with an ACL early in the season a couple years ago. That kind of derailed their year. So, unfortunately, it's football. It's just it's part of it, you know. Yeah, and not everybody has the numbers of a of a Bedford or an Exeter. So it's uh, yeah, it's kind of sink or swim, I guess, depending on how your health goes. Yeah, I think I think it's really fun. Three all all three divisions should be a lot of fun, and I think the storyline with D one is the alignment. And it's that uh, you know Londonderry and 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 Pinkerton and Wyndham 
and Salem all have to play against Bedford and Central and Goffstown. And, you know, I think Exeter is clearly, clearly the best team in the East. I don't think they're going to lose to any team in that conference this year. You know, Winnicott, who I'm covering tonight. So we're covering uh, Nashua North at Winnicott tonight. Uh, Nicole Marrero and I, so I'm excited about that. Um, but I, I don't think they're going to lose a game in that conference. And then they've got Nashua North, you know, Nashua South. And, and Merrimack on the other side. So Exeter, I think, is clearly the best team on that side of it. Doesn't mean somebody can't knock them off. But on the other side, with the you know the, the teams I mentioned earlier, that's just a dogfight. Whoever gets to UNH is absolutely brutal, beaten and bruised by the time they get to UNH because that's just going to be very, very tough. Indeed. So, uh, well, while we're here, uh, let's. Uh, so we uh, we started some stuff on Twitter as we tend to do uh, the other day. Uh, let, let's let's quickly address the. Uh, you were going to sell out uh, and, and uh, everything you stand for and become a union leader, power poll voter. Uh, I tried to talk you out of it. You said no. This has always been my dream. The power poll. Yeah, you put the power poll right up there with uh, Notre Dame football. <laughs> and and uh, and TJ's and uh, and your daughter Allison. It's and not necessarily in that order either. But uh, yeah. And but you were you you were all primed. You were all set. It was going to be the greatest day of your life. And then <laughs> the rug got pulled out from underneath you in forty six minutes. <laughs> it got gone in sixty minutes. It's, it's the sequel to Gone in sixty seconds. It's gone in forty six minutes. So yeah. let's let's uh, this is a little insidery for some people, but I know for a fact from talking to people that people love this kind of stuff. So uh, let let let's talk about that just for a few minutes. What Dave? What happened? Who crushed your dreams? Roger Brown did not want me in that powerful. <laughs> Absolutely, positively did not, and seemed to have some sort of a fit about it after ten o'clock. So going back with the Union Leader, which is a great newspaper and i'm a huge fan of the union leader I, you know the sports there uh, you know maybe it's not something i read over there but that newspaper is terrific so this is not anything against the union leader's newspaper which i think is i've been reading my whole life but the powers that be we've had a weird relationship with them over there uh it goes back to the first jamboree we had for na sports page when they wrote a preview article for the Jamboree. Central was in at Trinity Pembroke, our first event in December. And I know for an absolute fact that the editors there scrubbed the word NH Sports page out of the article, which led to one of my all-time favorite Justin McIsaac tweets, where he said, great job by the union leader writing an article previewing the NH Sports page Jamboree without ever saying the word NH Sports page. So they are very against you know, promoting us or having anyone, you know, they still think we're sort of a secret here after 12 years. And by the way, we've had just, you know, on a different almost topic, but we've had record numbers for our views for these previews. So I'm really excited. And like things, wow. you know, I mean, we've had more views for the Division One, Division Two previews in the first two days than we've ever had. So really excited. Listen, so I l- listen, so, I understand we are the pseudo media. We cannot sully. The we're golden... the barstool. We're the Bill Simmons. Yeah, we're not. We're, we're not the conventional newspaper radio. Yeah, no. Pseudo media. It's not like I'm a, 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 on the radio or anything like that. Yeah, uh, so we we cannot sully the golden reputation of the power poll. I completely understand. It was the correct decision to uh, to ban you, and, and it will not. In fact, it will not at all lead to more people. Uh, you know. Checking us out or or laughing at at what a kind of a high school clicky thing that is not none of that will happen no Streisand effect the right call was made so I support that 
Yeah, so I was invited because Pete backed out of it by uh, the editor of the union, who's very nice, and invited me. There was an email that went out at 10 p.m. that night saying that I was in the PowerPoll, and at 10.46, I received <laughs> an email saying that that invitation had been rescinded because a member of the PowerPoll did not want me in it. So there you go, and uh, maybe, I, maybe I had too many slices of pizza in the press box one night, I don't remember, <laughs> and, 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 and angered somebody, but to me... It's uh, it's just fantastic, and uh, it's just it, it's material. I, it's all good stuff, and uh, I I couldn't care less about being in the power pole. But getting kicked out of the power pole is ten thousand times better than being in it. So I, I, uh, I'll I'll leave it on this: the the number of texts I receive from uh, members of the uh, members of the media, members of uh, collegiate media, uh, oh, high, high, high school coaches, college yep. coaches that to the to effect said. What the hell is this high school BS? Was uh, it, yeah. it, it was a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, my, my daughter. My daughter is a seventh grade girl, which is like that terrifying age of, you know, the mean girls start to happen, or you know, the you know whatever the stigma of it, or what that. And I'm I'm the one living it now. And, and in my forties, is that I was kicked out of a power pole in forty six minutes, or just simply just for who we are. So. Uh, we'll we'll have fun with this the whole year out, but uh, but all good stuff. Too good dangerous stuff. for the power pole. <laughs> Too dangerous. Too dangerous. Forty. It was a glorious forty-six minute ride. Well, you'll always have that. That what was Alan Shepard's first flight into space? It was it was less than that. So you, you got to beat. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I I I got that email, and I will wrap it up on this, and we'll move on to each game. We're preview each game. I, I got that email, and it was about five seconds before you ha- and, and several others in our group had, had the email. We, we had a lot of fun with it. So it was yes. all good. Don't worry, Roger. You're safe. I'll be <laughs> over here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> good grief. Anyway, so let's say now, all that being said, all the uh, all, all the clickiness out of the way, uh, we have some actual games that are kicking off. In what time? As we record this, it's about 11.05 a.m. at this moment. So we're about eight out. Well, seven hours away. Some some games kicking off at six thirty tonight. So uh, let's dive right into it, Dave. Uh, let's pre. Let's. Uh, are we picking the games? Or we, I guess we're just picking them, right? We're not really previewing. We've been yeah, here we all day. Yeah, we can pick the games. Yeah, we can pick the games and just like a quick preview of of every single game this weekend. I thought we could do. Right on. All right. So what do you got? Who are we starting off with? We're starting off with. <laughs> this is just how it came up on NHLA. Merrimack at your. Spalding, Red Raiders. The Red Raiders. I don't know why. Uh, I don't. I don't know why Matt Regan's involved, but he is somehow. Uh, just <laughs> the way he says Red Raiders. Uh, let me say this. I'll, I'll make this quick. Kip Jackson. I like you as a human being. Uh, Great guy. I like you as a coach. You picked the wrong town to come into tonight, Kip Jackson. Oh, no. You picked the wrong town. I'm not so sure he didn't pick the right town. <laughs> so. Uh, Spalding's gonna get better. It's gonna be a big rebuild for uh, uh, for Coach Hebert, but he's they got, got good number. Yeah, yeah, they got good, great numbers. They got good numbers. Kevin Hebert is the guy. Yeah, he is the guy. He's got athletes coming out that really haven't played football before. Which I guess there's that's a double edged sword. So it means people are interested, but it also means they don't have a lot of football experience. They'll be better by the end of the year than they will be at the beginning. I'm I have to pick Spalding because it's uh, contractually required. So I'll pick Spalding to win, but. We all know what's probably really going to happen is that Cameron McIsaac's going to shine in the high school band at halftime. So that's a reason to go to that game. What is he playing again? He's playing the trumpet in the marching band, Dave. And then in the concert band, he plays the bassoon. 
Which very proud parent we got here I, on the line here. I, yeah, we're, I did we're, not know what a bassoon was till I saw it. I asked what Justin's <laughs> schedule was for games for Friday night, and I got a C of Spalding games because this kid's playing the trumpet. So that's right. Where we're at. So Ryan Lane, by the way, very good wide receiver for uh, for Spalding. Very good. Got to get him the ball. All right, who are you taking there? You taking Merrimack, right? Yeah, Merrimack. What a jerk! How dare All right, you. so the second game is uh, BG uh, trying to grow Kyle Baker. Very good tight end at Exeter. Uh, obviously, it's Walking into Bull Ball Stadium, um, and uh, oh, let's you know, just I say like by the way, Dan- I like Exeter possibly go undefeated this season. Let's just throw it out there. And uh, we're we're very happy that one of our buddies is coaching with Exeter this year, right? Danny Hodson is uh, yeah, on the Exeter Danny staff. Hodson. Yep, former Summersworth. That's a steal for Exeter. That's already a tremendous football staff at Exeter, and they get another terrific coach in Danny Hodson. So great hire by the legendary Hall of Fame Bill Ball. Again, last year they I got an email from the NHIAA saying Bill Ball was being elected to the Hall of Fame. In my exact, it was like Mick Jagger has been inducted <laughs> into the Rock. I'm like I thought he was in 10, 15 years ago. He's a know. stadium named after him. It's like oh, I got an so. email. I got an email from 2008. It says the economy's about to go bad, and Bill Ball's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no kidding. So we love Bill Ball. So uh, yeah, so I like Exeter over uh, BG there. I'm interested to see what the numbers are for BG out there figure out how many kids they got over there yeah i'll take the program i'll take exeter as well everything i'm hearing is that exeter's exeter is back baby so there you go sherm chester's very happy yeah the the voice of god uh my controversial pick uh the game that i will be covering tonight with nicole morero so we'll have all the highlights and our first our first of the year entire team interview uh when it at home replacing 18 of 22 stars against nashua north curtis harris running sort of the Wildcat, he will be throwing the football for Nashua North, Dante Lorende's team. I picked Nashua North, which uh, in my, my hometown now, adopted hometown of Hampton, could be controversial. But I did go with the Titans to win this one. Yeah, I'll go with Winnicott just because they're at home. That's a you know, that's a tough place to go win. Uh, you know, the they Winnicott students will be fired up. And uh, Ryan Franker, first game, they'll you know I think they, you know nothing. Everybody's not fired up for game one, but I think the kids will be fired up for him. So uh, I'll take Winnicott there, and I'm a Seacoast homer, and everybody knows it. So it's uh, it's what I do. It's who I am. Speaking of which, uh, the uh, Eric Kumba, uh, uh, the Eric Kumba era begins at Dover High School. He's been the offense coordinator the last couple seasons after winning two titles and six. St. Thomas, but Dover at home against Keene, Lidward Patnode is bringing oh. uh, his former Monadnock coach, one of the great mustaches in the history of <laughs> New Hampshire high school football. I love Lidward Patnode, terrific guy. Um, he takes over Keene, and I'm very hopeful that he turns that thing around because I like it when Keene is good. We, we've covered some games out in Keene over the years and had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, I like Dover. Uh, they're young. Uh, they're coming. They're really they're starting a sophomore quarterback, and They've got a ton of freshmen and sophomores. He's got a lot of – he's basically rated the Dover basketball JV team over there. <laughs> he's got, like, every member of their JV team over there. But um, I like – in the first post-high Vico game, uh, I like Dover, the green wave, to win at home against Keene. I do, too. Yeah, I, t- I was texting with Kuba this morning. He's very – he's uh... – he said he he uh, he says it's hard to explain how much I missed you know game day as a head coach. So he's already fired up and uh, yeah, I'll I'll take the green wave there. And by the way, Eric Kumba maybe the uh, maybe the the most intimidating JV basketball coach in Division Four as uh, yeah. as Adam Thurston's JV coach for Farmington. Yes, lucky to have him. Yeah, Kumba's one of our guys. Uh, I think people know that, so he's one of our guys. So um, excited to see what he can do with that program. I mean, having that many kids. I mean, I remember talking to Kenny Osborne. A couple of years ago, uh, and they had like 39, 40 kids at Dover, which for D1 is very, very low. That's yeah. like a 
that's kind of low for D2. Um, so uh, not, and it's, this is nothing against Kenny. Uh, we did a great job for a long time. But they've obviously got some momentum with the program, and you were covered the game last year where they beat Exeter at home, which was a big deal. So uh, that's good to see with Dover. It's good to see. Yeah, um, absolutely. They'll be this, good. this is a big one this weekend uh, tonight, I should say. Portsmouth, Oyster River at Nashua North. I think that's a really big game. Nashua um, South. Oh, I said North. Yeah, yeah. Nashua South. Sorry. Nash, I literally just read it and read it wrong, sitting right in front of me. Um, not only do I, yeah. So Scott Knight, I, I think, feels good about his team over there. Did you, did you read the preview? Trevor Knight is the most qualified quarterback coach in the state right now. TK's uh, quarterback academy signed with uh, Marseille, France. He's going to go play uh, football in France, as it turns out. Yep. I'm supposed to be talking to Trevor uh, about, you know, doing some stuff with him. Um you know, I'm, I'm thinking about trying to get back in the game a little bit, seeing if Keene State will let me go play intramurals on Sundays again. There you go. Throw the ball around. No, I'm going to talk to Trevor, I think. I talked to his dad about um, getting some kids involved with this program because Trevor is a, a, you know, we're a big fan of his, my former player of the year and all that good stuff. Uh, Ports with Oyster River is going to run the football a lot. Uh, Jake Booten, their quarterback, will not be playing tonight. He's been sick. Um, so that's going to be a tough one on the road, but I think Ports – Portsmouth Oyster River, I think, could be pretty good behind Thor Griffith this year. I think they could be a big. I'm taking South. I took him in staff pick to win it at home, but I, I do think it'll be a pretty good game. I can't remember if I took them in staff picks or not. I don't think those get posted till noon by uh, Jen Chick Ruth, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll take Portsmouth just to keep up my uh, my homer status. And I think I took him in staff picks. Thor's already got a uh, he's already got an offer from Harvard. That's not bad, huh? Yeah. Is that is uh, yeah? Are, are they a good institution, Dave? I I, I haven't really heard of them. I think there's somewhere down in, in Delaware or something like that, oh, okay. right on the coast over there. Sounds about right. <laughs> sort of a community college feel. Um, we got Timberlane at Manchester Memorial. Go ahead and pick this one, bud. I'm going to take the Owls because I know nothing yeah. about either of these teams. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, I know about Timberlane. Talk to Kevin Fitzgerald, a gold-level coach, gold-level program, so thank you for that, Coach Fitzgerald. We've been talking to him for years. Uh, I'll go with the Owls, yeah. I don't know what Memorial – I mean, I can't talk to everybody. I feel bad. I, you know, I just don't have I don't have time to talk to everybody. And uh, you know, with these previews, so I didn't get to talk to Memorial. Um, but you know, I I, I I like Timberlane in that Timberlane's got a tough schedule. Tough. Yeah. I mean, they're in there with Wyndham, Salem, Londonderry, Pinkerton, and then they go over and play Bedford, Town, Central. If they're going to if they're going to get one, this might be it. Is what you're saying. Yeah, if they're going to get one, this this could be the night for Timberlane. So uh, we're going to go with the Owls in that one. All right, and then uh, that moves us on to maybe the game of the night. Um, yeah. Bedford and Wyndham? Yeah, I like this one a lot. I, 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 a lot of people – This is so this was the second game we were going to do. Pete Terrier had the dreaded two words, oral surgery. It was mm. not something – yeah, no. So he he was at the dentist yesterday. I texted with him. He was doing pretty well. So this was the game we were going to go do. He and Jen were all set to go, but he is not going to be recovered. But uh, the game is Wyndham at Bedford. And you got Zach Matthews, former head coach at Kirasage, who we've gotten to know real well over the years, versus uh, Jack Byrne, who's the new head coach, taking over for Billy Raycraft at Wyndham. Jack's been on the staff for a while and uh, is a terrific coach. Uh, I think everyone's really interested offensively what Wyndham does. And with Zach, I think they're going to run a similar offense at Bedford. But as he said in my preview, he's going to have, have kind of, you know, a different set of play calls and a different system as far as, uh, you know, terminology. And so it may take Bedford a few weeks just to get used to 
everything, but um, I'll pick them. I, I'll pick them to win this one. I do think Wyndham's really good, though. Yeah, I'll take Bedford uh, as well at home. It, it, don't often see uh, you know two uh, two brand new head coaches going at it uh, you know, with programs that are uh, yeah as high caliber as that. But so that should be it'll be probably a learning curve for both teams, I'd imagine. But I'll go with Bedford. They're at home. They're the champs. So I'll go with the Bulldogs right there. Yeah, we're gonna. By the way, we're gonna cover Bedford next Friday night. Uh, Bedford at Concord. Now Matt we- Corsetti and the franchise Jennifer Chick Ruth will be out at uh, in Concord. Uh, next Friday night, so that will be one of the games we're covering next Friday. You're not night, waiting until so. uh, till Durham this time. Yeah, I know, and they, <laughs> they really didn't hold it against us. They could have, but they were really nice to us. Those Bedford kids, they were pretty cool about us. So shout out to Ryan Toscano and all those guys. They were they were good to us. Uh, Manchester Central hosting Salem tonight. I, I, I like I like Salem. I like Salem a lot. I just think they are. I think they could be one of the top two or three teams in the entire state of New Hampshire. I I did. I did fill out a PowerPoll ballot uh, for the 46 minutes I was in it. I had Salem, I think, third in the state. I had Londonderry, number one, Exeter, two, Salem, third. Campbell was number 10 in my PowerPoll. So all the people at Campbell, when, uh, you would have had a vote, but uh, it, it got rescinded in 46 minutes. So. Well, you, you can't say you didn't try. And I, I, you're, disa- yeah. you're holding your disappointment in well. I'm, I'm, I'm proud but of I you. I do like Salem. I like Salem to win tonight. I do like Salem. Shout out to that. Psychotic Salem fan who I had to block on Twitter because he was just too nuts. But uh, yeah, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll take Salem in this one. Yeah, they're pretty good. I remember last year. Yes, I think the same guy got mad at me because I picked Salem like after Londonderry, and I'm like, Londonderry's pretty good. And then Londonderry <laughs> ended up beating him in week two. I'm like, it's not a it's not an insult to say like Pinkerton and Londonderry might be better than you. I mean, those are really, 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 really. It's very personal. It's very yeah. personal. Very personal. <laughs> Concord plays uh, at Londonderry. Tonight, uh, Jimmy Lozon. It is Hawaiian shirt night at Londonderry. I saw it today on. That's what I was told. Um, yes. Yeah, Jeff Wiedenfeld was <laughs> had it. Uh, I think he was he was talking about it on Twitter or something this morning. Um, I like Londonderry to be there at UNH. I picked them to be in the championship against Exeter. So uh, I am. At, by the way, Concord's got a lot of young kids. Concord could be a year away from being pretty good. Eric Brown does a great job, and they're coming. This uh, this might be a. Getting ready gear for Concord, but they're they're okay. coming. I think Concord could be pretty good. All right, I'll take the Lancers as well. Yeah, they're uh, they're, they're they got a lot of hype. They're playing at home. That's a tough uh, tough field to go win at. So I'll take uh, Londonderry in that one as well. All right, this is an interesting one. John Stark at Merrimack Valley. I think Merrimack Valley uh, will be improved this year. John Stark. They just had you know they got one of the best players out with an injury right now. Um, you know Nate Tower is back at quarterback. Um, they've got some really good playmakers over there, but their line play is a big concern. I talked to Kevin McGinty, you know, for the preview. He, you know, he was just saying, he's like, we've got some real good skill players, but if nobody is able to hold on to blocks up front, there's not much you can do. So, um, I don't know. I might like Merrimack Valley to pull that upset over there uh, at home against John Stark. Yeah, I'll take Merrimack Valley too. Shout out Ivan Niamagabo, UNH Wildcat quarterback. So yeah, I'll go with the anytime well, if I he's playing tonight. I absolutely like them. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got one more game of eligibility in high school. They're letting him play tonight. As it there turns you go. out, no, but uh, no, I definitely like any, him. Anytime I hear a team say uh, we're we're uh, worried about our line, that that's uh, I, I I shy away from that. So I'm going to go with Merrimack Valley. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hanover at home. They're kind of rebuilding this year against Kennett. Um, I'm going to go with Kennett in that one. I think Hanover is sort of in a little bit of a rebuilding mode. They lost a lot last year. 
Um, I'm going to go with Tennant on the road for a good win for Von Beckwith's team. Yeah, I'll go with that as well. Uh, yeah, Hanover is tough to go win at, but uh, but but yeah, Von Beckwith certainly knows what he's doing, and I'll I'll take the Eagles there. How about Conval at home against Kingswood? Uh, <laughs> I hear Kingswood's getting better. I don't know what time. I'm going to go with Conval. That, this is one of those I'll go with the home team. Uh, Kingswood's kind of improving, uh, and Conval's been up and down the last couple of years. Conval was like our team a couple of years ago with Paul Landau, and uh, – um, uh, not our team. A little bit my down. team. I'm going to go with Conval. They were my Conval Cougars, if you'll remember. Uh, I felt yeah. like I jumped on that bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to go with Kingswood here. Our, our boy Justin, he said it's a it's a big teardown and rebuild there at, at Kingswood, and he's uh, he he's in the middle of it. So let's uh, I, I'm going to roll with the Knights here, even though that's like a, right. is that like a 15 hour drive from uh, Wolfboro to uh, to Conval, I think. Uh, yeah, that's got to – oh, yeah, God, I didn't even think of that. That's From, a, like, around the lake. That's and, a yeah, long that's a way. Peterborough, yeah. Peterborough's a drive, man. Uh, this is a really, really good one, too. Our boy Jonesy and Milford hosting Chris Lonis and Hollis Brookline tonight. Uh, you love Hollis Brookline because they love to throw it all over the place with the Wimmer brothers. Um, really like Milford. If you read my preview, I'm extremely high on Milford. Have him coming in second behind Alvarin. Um, so I'm going to go with the Spartans. Uh, I do think Hallsbrook line is a playoff team, though. But um, Milford is, boy, what Colton Burroughs, he will move you out of your spot. And uh, Junior uh, Ugbay, I, I can't remember how to pronounce his last name. I always screw it up. But, and Gavin Erda is terrific at quarterback. So how Milford, many Erdas uh, are there? <laughs> there's been a bunch of Erdas. There's been a herd of Erdas. Oh, boy, that was bad. I'm keeping it yeah. in, though. Yeah, Ber- Berlin has the Arsenals. Milford has the uh, the Erdas. It felt like I think there was only two Lupas and Keen, but it felt like there were four of them because they played multiple multiple sports. But yeah, um, no, I like um, I-, I like Milford in that one. I like Milford this season as a whole. We're gonna get out and see those guys pretty soon. Yeah, likewise. When it, when you get a passing team uh, early in the season, especially at the high school level, uh, sometimes that, that that doesn't click right away. And when you're taking on a team like Milford who really has a strong identity, run the ball, control the clock, uh, you know, kind of punch in the mouth, especially at home. I'll, I'll go with Milford there. You can do the Regan voice because the Pelham Pythons are got... playing uh, in Hudson Center against Alvin. He doesn't coach there, though. He just teaches there. He teaches there? I talked to you when I, <laughs> um, when I interviewed Tom Baby and the, uh, the head coach at Pelham. Who was he sitting next to in the cafeteria? <laughs> Matt Regan. Matt Regan. I haven't had any sleep, Haley. I got three kids now. Oh, my God. Yeah, Haley, I'm not ready for the basketball preview yet. Yeah. Call, call me yeah, when Regan's I... got a newborn. Yeah. yeah. I'm only getting two hours sleep a night. Uh, I'll go with yep. Alvern here. I think Alvern uh, might have it. what it takes to get back to uh, back to UNH. Uh, but always always interesting when uh, snakes take on horses, Dave. That's, uh, you know, yes. in the Old West. You snakes know, usually do pretty well now with those matchups. The horses though can stomp on them. You know what I mean? Like the, the, with the hooves. Yeah, they're quick though. That's true. Who's more bothered by them? I don't think the snake is. I think the horses. So depends on the horse. That's it. Really, that's a that's a, an hour long podcast for another time. All right. Raymond, <laughs> Raymond at home. You always seem to like Raymond. Raymond at home against Fall Mountain. Orion Vinny, the head coach at Fall Mountain. Uh, I am going to be doing a preview for Division Four. I like Fall Mountain. I hear Fall Mountain. Is uh, I had a couple D three coaches tell me that they saw them preseason and seven on seven stuff like that, and they look you're getting big. They're, really? They're, 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 yeah, they're building a program. They got a really good coaching staff at Fall Mountain, 
think Fall Mountain could be the sneaky favorite in Division Four, along with my Winnesquam Bears. Fall Mountain's hard to get a read on like every year because they're so far removed from the rest of the state. Like they're even yeah, they're even a drive from Keene, right? I mean, it's it's you it's, know what's crazy though is I went to NHI AA Media Day and they they give you the enrollments, you know, in the in the handbook, and they're the biggest school in Division Three and for basketball. Like you know, take all those Division really three schools, Fall Mountain. Huh? They have like five hundred kids. Who's the smallest? I can't remember. Who who knew? <laughs> That'd be your Hopkinson Hawks. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> move on to Saturday before we get in trouble. Uh, the inside jokes are just littered in this whole thing and stuff like that. Um, the Goffstown Grizzlies. I think we should call them Pete Terriers Goffstown Grizzlies because nobody, and I mean nobody, loves their adopted hometown more than Pete Terrier loves his adopted hometown Goffstown. Goffstown at home against the. Just down on its luck, trying to find mm. enough kids to get on the field, maybe going to eight-man football, Pinkerton Astros. Could they maybe co-opt with somebody, do you think? I think, yeah, I think Pinkerton's going to co-opt with a couple of towns and uh, Wilton Lineboro, and they're going to put together a team. <laughs> so I did take Pinkerton third in the in the conference this year, which takes a lot of courage. I did famously pick them to miss the playoffs a couple years ago, and they did miss the playoffs. So um, I had a pretty good read on them in the past. Uh, Gosstown is very big. And they are very young. They have a lot of good sophomores. So I think Justin Hoff, who I think we both agree is one of the best football coaches in the state of New Hampshire, they are a common for Goffstown, but they are not quite there yet. And Pinkerton is. So uh, I like the Pinkerton Astros. Yeah, I do too. Uh, tough to bet against uh, Coach O'Reilly ever, really, but especially on opening day when he's had you know, a whole month to, to prepare for one game. He, he, as you said, though, Justin Huff. Yeah, probably does does uh, does the most with uh, what he's got out of anybody in uh, in Division One, but I'll uh, I'll take Pinkerton here. Yeah, they got a great football coach, uh, a culture. I'd like to say at Goffstown. You know what I mean? They, yeah. Those kids coming up through the program, and Goffstown's just a really impressive program all the way around. Fun atmosphere to, to cover a game too. All right, so the game of the day. I think this is the game of the weekend. The three-time defending champion Plymouth Bobcats at Bow at two o'clock. On Saturday, I am supposed to be meeting Conval basketball coach Leo Gershgorn at Buffalo Wild Wings in Nashua. See, I not only we talk about and take great care of our sponsors, we actually spend money there, too. Um, this is a game I might want to pop into and uh, and see what's happening over there. But I like Bo. I, I picked Bo to, um, to win that conference, the North Conference, and uh, I think Plymouth is going to be scary at the end of the year, but I think they're still coming together, and I like Stephen Gret and Bo uh, to win this one at home. Over how, Plymouth. how many games in a row has Plymouth won? Uh, it's a lot, right? 40. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe? Until they lose, I ain't betting against them. I'm taking, I'm taking the land of Sanborn to go down to Bo and take care of business here on opening day. You got Plymouth? I got Plymouth. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – it's tough. You know, Chris and I are, are, I think people know, are pretty good buddies. And so he was more, like, realistic with me on the phone this year than usual because it was the Jim Mulvey. We're not that I'm telling you, we're not that good. We got George Sagranis, <laughs> Zach Abrams, John Mulvey, Mike Francoso. I'm telling you, we're not good, Dave. That was the whole Portsmouth thing for years, and yeah. then they'd roll off. You know, they'd be the best team in the state. Um, with Plymouth, I think they just need very unproven kids to, to step it up. And, again, just we talked about Goffstown. Plymouth is the best football program in the state of New Hampshire, um, with apologies to Exeter and Pinkerton. And they, if they, I'll tell you right now, if they win at Bow on opening weekend, man, 
They're yep. in really good shape. Yeah. Let's put it that way. All right. Your Guilford Golden Eagles are headed to – what does Guilford come up with? Guilford Belmont? Guilford Belmont Golden Eagles. Belmont, that's not what I see, though, on the schedule. I have <laughs> Pembroke hosting the 1985 Chicago Bears. That's what I have. Oh, what do you gracious. see? Did they fix those uniforms yet, Guilford? No. Those see, are, you those, can't do red. See, those are not that's good. That's the problem. See, now you're going negative now. I'm just uh, saying the uniforms aren't good. You look good, you play good. We're blue good. and gold, and Guilford is, and Belmont is red. So, I mean, you're combining those, and it looks some, some, like some sort of fever dream or something like that. <laughs> so, um, But I like the defense. Guilford's a little banged up on the lines right now. Oh, here we um, go. Before you got excuses. John Mitchell and Jack McLean at linebacker. Do not throw on Jackson Rookie in the secondary. Do that at your own peril. Um, and, of course, my boy Alex Cheek uh, at quarterback, who I think is going to have a breakout year. So uh, I like Mike Guilford, Golden Eagles, very, very much. Uh, Guilford, Belmont, whatever they're called, we're calling them Golden Eagles. If a basketball game breaks out, we're in big trouble. But if a yeah. football game is played at Pembroke, then I feel pretty good. Matt is not walking through that door for Pembroke. And if he did. No, Pat Wells is not. No, no it'd be the wrong sport. Springfield, he's not walking. So I'll go I'll and for moral support and, and 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 maybe if I start picking them they'll change the uniforms. I'll pick the Guilford Belmont Golden Red Raider Eagles. So there you go. This is this is more fun like us picking the games because it's it's not like when Bill Simmons and cousin cousin Sal do it when you you can tell that Bill Simmons has lost two straight weeks and then he's cheated and he's just magically <laughs> getting every game like within it's, it's Sal's you know just kind of like I think probably this is like in the Vegas zone. Uh, four and a half. Four and a half. Well, oh, you got, you you got this one, one, Bill. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, who knew? <laughs> I, I, you can time it now with Bill Simmons. If he can go 15 minutes without telling a story about his son, then, then you, you, you're winning the day. But usually you can't get that far. He, he's he's going to tell stories about his kids all day long. Uh, Sanborn at home against Manchester West. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm kind of blind on this one. I'm going to go with Sanborn, though. Sanborn's always tough. They play tough. Play tough at home, yeah. I'll go with West just because I like it when we disagree. Okay, and it would be it, it would be better for football if West was good. So I'm gonna hope that they're uh, they're they're on the way up. West basketball could be a little. I, I'm hearing some things that, that Manchester West basketball could be on the comeback trail uh, this winter, which I would love because that is one of my absolute favorite places to cover a basketball game is Manchester West. That is a great gym. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, the uh, Dave Bryant one year era. At St. Thomas, talked to him the other day. He's taken over for one year for Ryan Brown as head coach at St. Thomas, and they are hosting Robin Bowcat and Sauhegan, two playoff teams. So this is another very good game. I'll go with the Saints at home, but if this game was at Sauhegan, you could definitely talk me. Excuse me, in Amherst, you could definitely talk me into Sauhegan, but I'm going to go with the Saints. I'll go with the Saints as well. Now, do we know if Sauhegan's jumping in the river after every win this year? Because that could affect my pick, but I will go with, with uh, St. Thomas. Uh, he was talking about doing things to have fun, you know, with his team. And Robin is like, have you ever talked to him? He's a terrific guy. Like, I have not. A great, great young coach doing a terrific job. He's, he's an alum over there. So if they can keep him over there for a long time, I think Sauhegan is going to be very, very good for years to come. But, yeah, they lost Trey Johnson, their best player, you know, to an injury. Ah. They actually got hurt at the UNH football camp, which which is a bummer, or is a huge bummer, um, because that kid I think will play in college. But – um, Sauhegan's going to be really good this year. I just think St. Thompson home is going to be really tough. That should be a good one. That Agreed. Good one. Uh, uh, Interlakes at that fun field over there in Meredith, John Francis' team, hosting the championship-winning Monadnock 
Huskies and Ryan Avery and his crew. I am a big Monadnock guy. I think they're going to be very good this year. I think that they roll over Intellects Moultonboro in this game. And uh, look out for Monadnock once again this year, as I said today in the preview. Yeah, I can't disagree. Huskies, uh, it's in no disrespect to Interlakes, but Monadnock's a wagon. They have been for a few years, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to roll with them. Lincoln Blodgett, one of the great football names. That in the is an outstanding name. That kid is a good football player, too. Uh, so, yeah, Monadnock we like a lot. This is a very good one. Hillsborough, Deering, Hopkinton at home against the Laconia Sachems. Uh, as I wrote in the preview, Colby Quiet and, and Jay Wood and that whole Chase Fanoff, that whole crew, went up there and beat Laconia on opening night last year. Kind of shocked Laconia. Yeah. Because remember, Laconia was coming down from Division II. Um, I like Hillsborough, Deering, Hopkinton a lot this year, and I like them to beat the Laconia Sachems. And I'm not just saying that because the Laconia Sachems were my arch enemy growing up when I was a coach. <laughs> I'll go with the uh, with the Red Hawks as well. By the way, now that's an example of incorporating red into a green and black uniform, and it, and they made it work. So, and oh, that, those uniforms! Did you see the picture on that on my preview today? Yeah, yeah, those are nice. Absolutely, I'm a uniform guy. So yeah, uh, yeah, I'll go with the Red Hawks, and uh, you like them to make a little noise this year, huh? I do. Their defensive coordinator Chase Fanoff is a buddy of mine. He was the defensive coordinator at Bishop Brady. Remember Bishop Brady had yep. those really good teams. <laughs> they had like seventeen kids on the team, but they were like in championship <laughs> yeah. games. Um, I do like them to make some noise. Um, they've got really good numbers. They got three starters back on the line, as you said, you know, earlier, which was is correct. Is it starts the line? You know what I mean? And and that's you know that's where it goes. And Colby Quiet is a big time player. Um, so, yeah, I like Hillsborough, Darren Hopkinson. That's a team that could, you know, we could get there in November when you and I are calling the D3 championship game, and you're like, wow, look at these guys that got here. You know, that, that, that's a team that absolutely could get to UNH. All right. Newport at home against Lebanon, Chris Childs' team. Um, I like Lebanon a lot, as you can probably tell from my preview. Wade Rainey, John Williman, uh, Chris Childs is a really good coach. Um Newport's kind of rebuilding a little bit. I have covered games over in Newport, though. Remember, I've been out there oh, yeah. for some games. I was member. I almost froze to death hot with chocolate. brother. Huh? The moms brought you hot chocolate one time, right? That's right. The moms brought me hot chocolate at halftime. Uh, so they have forever won my heart. That really doesn't take that much. Um, but I do like <laughs> Lebanon. And um, as I wrote today, Jen and I are going um, – because God knows you can't miss the Spalding Band, so you won't be there. That's right. But Jen and I are going to cover Lebanon at Stevens. I think it's October 16th in Claremont on a Friday night. I'm I'm already fired up for, for that game. That's going to be a lot of fun. And just Stevens football games on a Friday night are well, a lot of fun. Great well, atmosphere. Well, that we'll night I'll there. be in Delaware, so I do have a better excuse. But, uh, oh, that's pretty good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop some, some Newport knowledge on you uh, for what's going on tomorrow besides this football game. You ready for this? Your mind's going to explode. Uh, in Is New- this a wrestling thing? No. In Newport tomorrow, they're going to attempt to set a Guinness Book of World Records for most sunflowers in one, uh, one city or town. Jay Lucas, my man, is trying to make it happen over there. So if you're going to that Newport game, look for the sunflowers around town. They'll be everywhere. In Newport? That's right. The sunshine city of Newport. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't expect that coming out of the pod today, did you? I didn't see that coming. (laughs) Not even close. That's right. There'll be Guinness uh, Book of World uh, Record officials on hand, so that, that they're they're going to try and make that happen. So there you go. All that being I said, mean this with no disrespect and with warmth <laughs> and love in my heart, they got a better chance of breaking that record than being Lebanon tomorrow. That's what, I was about to say that. That being said, Lebanon rolls in that game. <laughs> Speaking of which, Summersworth. Oh, how 
dare you? This is the flip of what you and I covered on opening night a year ago tonight. Summers were at this time on the road at the Campbell Cougars, and Carter Verdrani says, I am back, Justin McIsaac. Oh. I am back for my fifth year of high school. Let's do this. Keegan Mills is healthy and looking fairly ridiculously good from what I've been told. Yeah, I, I guess I'm going to have to uh, – this is such a case where I'm going to have to break from my uh, Seacoast bias and take Campbell because – I would advise that, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Cougars there. That Cougars. Uh, our boy Paul Silva, our buddy over at Stevens, they are going to Epping Newmarket tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Steve, it's on the road at Epping Newmarket. That's I like quite a drive. In this one. Yeah, What's I like that. I, yeah, as I, say, I like the Colonels too. That's quite a drive. It's quite a drive from anywhere from uh, from Claremont, but uh, that one Claremont, especially. Yeah. But yeah, Claremont's a great little town once you get there. But you go through like like no cell service. You go through like kind of like the mountains, just like, and then you just sort of come out, and it's, yeah. it's a fun little town, Claremont. I had to drive there for a bo- uh, a bowling event last year for the Red Raider team taking on Stevens. And uh, let me tell you something: the drive there was okay because I was half asleep. The drive back, I was like, oh god, am I ever going to get home? Uh, the but, scariest <laughs> drive homes I've had are from Claremont um, after a football game, just because like you go like you, you like even like Waze turns off and says like you're on your own, and uh, Woodsville always Woodsville because you go literally 40 minutes with no cell service in yep. the back roads of Woodsville, <laughs> and you're just you know you, it's concerning. Uh, Trinity is at home against Kearsage. Uh John Tebow is enough for me to pick Trinity to win this football game. Yeah, likewise. I'll go with uh, with the Pioneers there uh, at home. They play the Guild this year. Or they play. They have their own field. I can't remember. I think it's, somebody said they're playing. Oh no, they're playing at uh, Dairy Field, right? I yes, pl- I think they're playing at Dairy Field. Yes. I think. Yeah. Try to get. Try to. I emailed Coach Rob Cathcart um, to try to get him on the phone, but uh, probably waited too long to try to reach out to him. But I, I'll try to get more info on Trinity. Uh, Mascoma at home against Franklin. As I said before, I'm not calling Mascoma Mascoma Valley. It is Mascoma to me. Uh, I lost the state championship game to Mascoma. It was not Mascoma Valley, so we're not just changing the name after 40 years of the school. I don't understand where the Valley got pumped into this thing, but sorry, I get a little heated. Uh, I'm going to go with Franklin Golden Tornadoes. Jeff Davis and my boys are going to go up to Frank, uh, from Franklin and beat Mascoma, but that should be a pretty good one. Again, I'm going to try to put together a D4 preview next week. I'm going to go with Franklin. I will go with the Golden Tornadoes as well in that one. Okay. Farmington at home. Farmington Newt against my Winnesquam Bears, Phil Nichols, Gunnar Horman, Godspeed to you. Winnesquam, big on opening weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Derek I got Hunt, new head coach, by the way, at Winnesquam. Got to go with Farm with uh, Winnesquam here. Farmington, uh, they just, they're, they're, they, Lord knows they try, but they, they have a hard time getting numbers, even in D4. Uh, and I'm not yeah. sure what they're going to look like this year. You know, it'd be great if they surprised them. You know, they they won won a couple of games last year. They they were in yeah. it, but uh, Winnesquam is a beast, and I will go with the Bears there. They've absolutely gotten the four divisions right. Like they yes. really have done. Uh, you know, kudos to the to the, the coaches association, the NHL, everybody who put for it. You got it right. Like this is good. We're good. Four divisions. This is perfect. Um, and they really got it right. And it is good that these teams are, are competitive and so forth. I remember three, two, three years ago, Campbell played Farmington Newt. I mean, oh, yeah. good grief, Charlie Brown. And it, you was know like, what I mean? it was like 50 to nothing after the first quarter or something ridiculous like yeah. that, wasn't it? And, and somebody pointed out to me, they go, when you, ha- when you have to play both ways and you're in a game like that on the wrong side of it, you're getting your butt handed to you on offense <laughs> and then on defense. <laughs> 
and then back on offense again. So yeah. that was just no kid deserves that. So the last game, uh, Bishop Brady at home against Newfound. Oh, the Newfound Bears. Really? Yes, Newfound was a good team last year, man. It was a semifinal team last year. I'll go with Newfound as well. You talked me into it. Listen to you. Look at you. Thank you. Just the tone of my voice. That's it. So that 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 there's all the games we picked, every one of them. My goodness. Yeah. We so, angered a lot of people. We'll never hear one thing from the teams we picked, but we'll hear from the people we didn't pick. That's that's true. Very true. All right, so that's good. I could be getting yelled at tonight by the Winnicott Warriors after opening night. It, it could happen. Would you, right off the bat, I could be. They could be getting mad at me. Staff picks come out at noon, and I pick north, so we shall see. Would not surprise me if somebody yelled at you at that point, but uh, but there you go. Sure. So All right, so you will be at Winnicott tonight, and uh, if you want to catch me, I'll be on the radio tomorrow. Uh, with UNH and Holy Cross live from Fit and Field, Dave Haley. That's awesome. Yeah. What do, What are your thoughts on UNH this season? Uh, well, it's uh, let's see how the the offense the defense is going to be great. Let's see how the offense does. They got a stud running back, Carlos Washington Jr. Uh, he's a sophomore. He's going to pop off. Uh, either quarterback they would have went with. They're going to play two quarterbacks tomorrow. Uh, Max Brosmer is a true freshman. He's not going to start. It's going to be Brett Edwards, who's a redshirt freshman. Uh, either way, both those kids making their first collegiate, you know, appearances uh, start. So, how the quarterback goes will kind of dictate. I think they, I, you could talk me into three and eight. You could talk me into eight and three. You could talk me into any record in between. So yeah. it's 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 really a mystery. But they do have, uh, you know, they, all those kids are playing for Coach Mack this year. Uh, who's, yeah. who, with uh, with Ricky Santos taking over as interim head coach, they will play with a lot of emotion. I can tell you that. So they're they're fired up to get out there and try and win some games for for Coach Mack. Everyone I know, you know, in football and state is thinking of Coach Mack, and uh, yeah, and we are. And I know you, you know, you're very close to him, and I've gotten to know. I'm always. He came up to me after the Chad game. I was at TJ's, shocker, and uh, came over and talked <laughs> to me. I'm always like shocked and awed that he knows who I am and he comes over and talks to me. Like he's, he's the greatest. So uh, we're all thinking of him and uh, looking forward to seeing him again soon, hopefully. Absolutely. All right. Well, enjoy the games, everybody, and uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll have to figure out which day next week because uh, next Friday, Dave, I'm flying to Miami, Miami, Florida, for the weekend. Not Miami of Ohio? No, thank goodness. Uh, my <laughs> UNH plays at FIU next week, so we're leaving Friday morning. We're not coming back till Sunday, so weekend right. in Miami. That that that'll that'll be that'll be good for me, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you in Miami, what's the worst thing that could happen? I can think of a few things. But, yeah, yeah, we'll get together next week and, uh, and give you another one of these. So uh, enjoy the games, everyone.